Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, we scrutinize, and we celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. That would make me Josh Flanagan from iFanboy.com. Yes, welcome back, Josh. Thank you. Uh, You are the latest, uh, with the completion of yesterday's episode, you become the latest... Uh, member, the latest uh, edition. It's kind of the, the Star Wars Minute equivalent of the Five Timers Club. Mm-hmm. It's the you got uh, six seasons and a live show, and it's I think it's just you and uh, Radkey and Joe Dater so far. Yeah, they were on the so we were all on the same live show. Yeah, look at the that group. It's a good night. Good night. Star no, Wars not... Minute. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! You guys are so twitchy. <laughs> uh, well, today we're uh, or tonight we're talking about minute eighty-two of uh, Star Wars Episode Three: The Revenge of the Sith. Eighty-two starts with uh, Obi-Wan and Boga getting blasted off a rock, and it ends with the adventures of Ayla Sakura in Mushroom Land. <laughs> the short-lived adventures. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this is uh, this is where minute sixty six kicks in in earnest. Um, minute eighty two. Wait, 82. what happened in minute sixty six? Uh, sorry, order sixty six. That would be amazing in. if if minute sixty six also coincided with order sixty six. Oh man, that would be nice. Wait, what's it's been a feat of sixty six? What was feat of editing? Sixty six uh, had. Anakin saying he was going to turn Sheev over to the Jedi Council, and it ended with uh, General Grievous on his wheelie machine rounding the corner. So, no. Yeah. Just in the middle of that, like, <laughs> like what? Hello? Execute Order 66. What? No, what? Hmm. <laughs> in... <laughs> I can't. I can't do the math, but in a specific number of minutes, I'm going to execute an order. Just, just wait. In, in about 18 minutes, or so. just, just wait. It would have been, or maybe you know, it's like he's like uh, Ozymandias. He did it long before it could have been stopped. <laughs> there you go. It would have been great if in minute 66, like Anakin comes into his office and he's like, "One moment, Anakin," and he says, uh, "Darwalk, could you tell them to order execute 66?" And you wouldn't know what it was until like this minute when you saw them finally getting the the message. Really. Right. And oh, they had to good. keep they had to keep re-editing the movie. He's like, "No, no, that has to happen in minute 66." <laughs> I I know, but that pushes everything. No, you don't understand. Yeah. Do it again. Right. Yeah. 
I know, to make it work, let's make the first scene like half an hour long of them trying to <laughs> land the spaceship. <laughs> that will that will balance it out properly. Um, so it's just them landing a spaceship and then execute Order sixty six. <laughs> like, Wait, what? <laughs> they landed so that poor- ship for over an hour. <laughs> uh, poor Boga. Good night, Boga. To, well, to. You think you think she survives? I don't know. I mean, she's she's native to that planet, right? No, no, she's not. Or she is. I don't know. Yeah, I if, think she dies. I'm going to double check though. Well, we double check what something that may or may not be accurate. Well, it might say on the Boga thing that she died in the crash <laughs> on the Bogapedia. I yeah. I read the Bogapedia because I wanted to know what I was talking about, mm-hmm. and it was it was not very informative. It was it was like he needed a veridactyl. He picked this one. Well, there was yes, a, we know. Uh, he picked that one specifically. There was a, a cut scene where he was just like, this one will do nicely. Like, what's her name? And, like, there's a Boga dealer. There's, like, whoa, a Varactyl dealer. It's just like, oh, that's Boga. Uh, you um, know what? You are correct. Both um, the, the canonical Boga entry in the Wikipedia is inconclusive, and even the legend says... Uh, Obi-Wan assumed that Boga died, succumbed to her wounds, and allowed himself a moment to reflect upon that touching and unexpected sacrifice. Hmm. I think I was yeah. sad when Boga, when Boga died because it was like the kind of thing where you can watch humans getting killed and blown up and everything, but if you if somebody right. like kicks a dog, everyone's like, oh! <laughs> you know, it's like the most inhuman thing possible. Yeah, right. but it made an annoying sound, and it didn't look like it was sitting on the ground, so I was fine Aww. with it. <laughs> it was sliding and shrieking all over the place. Ah! Well, she died how she lived. <laughs> sliding, <laughs> sliding not touching the ground and shrieking. <laughs> um, so from the, from the, the fall, Josh, you're always here when things fall, I think, right? Or was that just the season, maybe it's ring theory. Oh, there you go. Oh my God! <clears throat> the circles first season, circles. It was when the C three PO was falling down the cliff after mm-hmm. getting knocked over by the the Tusken Raiders, and now here's uh, Obi Wan and Boga falling down a cliff. <clears throat> we had there must have been some falling from Episode two because they were in the the droid factory. I think that was our spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly never recovered. <laughs> our will to go on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'd have to go back and look, but there's probably other I'm, things that fell in other minutes that you were here. Wicket jumped mm. off the log. Oh, he sort of fell. Mm. He did like a roll. Yeah, it's fall like. It, it would be cool if like every like the first time you were on C3PO fell, and then the second time you were on someone jumped, and then the third time someone fell. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was alternating falling and jumping, and then somebody slid and shrieked. Totally. Yeah. I, I don't. I still don't think I can beat. Uh, C-3PO falling in terms of <laughs> no. in terms of this Boga I mean you know alas poor Boga right we yeah. knew her well but still I, I think that that, that uh, water at the bottom of the fall was quite well placed and thank goodness for it it would be uh, funny if otherwise. it was like Obi-Wan fell into the water and Boga just like landed a rock S- next to the water <laughs> it was just like oh. <laughs> and then he oh. he got out and he should have got like Popped his head up above water and be like, another happy landing. <laughs> <laughs> so uncivilized. <laughs> 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Well, so this scene coming up is, I have to say, probably one of my favorite sequences in the entire prequel trilogy. The whole killing of the Jedi uh, seg- seg- uh, sequence. Right. The only thing that really I don't like about it is that uh, and it doesn't live up to my imagination because Vader is not hands-on doing this. In my imagination, I always imagined it being Vader hunting down and destroying the Jedi Knights like personally, not going into a room and killing a bunch of kids. Right. You know what I, mean? I wanted to see him killing Jedis. Doesn't that happen after? After what? I don't know. Do they kill all the Jedi? Like, his orders, like, his order 66 just kill all of the Jedi pretty much immediately. I figured, so then, like, after this movie's over, when Darth Vader is Darth Vader, then, like, he goes and cleans up everything by doing exactly what you're just talking about. That's how I tend to picture it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that's true. Which I think is that's what in, I think happens in the comics. Yeah, in the current Marvel, in the current Darth Vader yeah. series, I think it, because it all takes yes. place right after this movie, and I think it's him hunting down and destroying the remaining mm-hmm. Jedi. But that's yeah. that's I feel cheated that we did not that we don't get to see that. You know what so I mean? So you you wanted this movie to be longer? No, I I wanted him to turn into Darth <laughs> Vader earlier. Yeah. yeah, no, I know what you mean. No, I I, I actually I yeah, I understand Although that. Although if it is if it does involve Jedi being killed by Darth Vader, sure, make it another 20 minutes longer. <laughs> I agree. Okay, I want to go with that. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah, but other than that, I think it's fantastic. I think the music is good. I think it has a nice packs a nice emotional wallop. There's there's a little so okay. The first one that goes down, uh, Kiati Mundi's ignominious yeah. end. Yeah. There's a little thing where like where aren't these guys Jedi? Yes. So yes. Uh, you know if you think about in episode one, Qui Gon and, and Obi Wan, they're fending off blasters from, from battle droids left and right. Kiati Mundi's <laughs> just caught standing there. Well, yeah. and I know, I know it was a surprise, but he had a moment to like look up and to register, and nah, pfft, he's done. There, there are so many of them. There's too many of them. <laughs> um, Welcome to Justify Star Wars minutes. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think the 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 fact that it's a surprise is completely, um, it's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And assuming, presumably, they've been training with these people somewhat, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they kind of know, um, you know, a little bit. They know kind of what, you know, I'm sure they've been studying them uh, to a certain extent. Like, the, the clone troopers have been studying how Kiari Mundi fights. Really? I don't know. I just made that up right now. But then now. Wouldn't, the, uh, wouldn't the reverse also be, well, he wouldn't have been preparing to kill them, I suppose. Right. I, I just think, think he probably deflected a few blows, and then he just lost the will to live, and then just kind of like gave up. He was like, That's "What am horrible. I doing?" What kind of Jedi. Like, I think it just would have been cooler 
Like if they, if there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a fight involved, like he takes out a bunch of them. There's clone troopers. They're expendable, you know. But eventually they overwhelm him with force. Or just sort. But these guys all every all the Jedi just sort of get gunned down until a couple of minutes from now. At least one of them takes a few of them out. You know what? I figured it, you might be right, Alex. Because if we if we go into our Kiadi Mundi lore, remember that he's. Uh, it's like what is it like six to one uh, female to male mm-hmm. ratio on his planet. So he's he has to go back and father children every couple of years. So if he's the father to like twenty kids, he was probably like after like a couple oh. of shots, he was probably just like ah the sweet relief. Now I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so tired. Yeah. I have to go back and make more? Do you know what kind of demands I have at the temple? I got this little green bastard, and he, you know what? I don't even want to get into it. Just shoot me. I uh, looked up some uh, as a kind of farewell to keep as part of his obituary. uh, He gets killed on the planet Maigito. Maigito. Which is, or maybe Maigito. I'm not sure if that's a hard or soft G. It's a uh, frigid, crystalline planet. Mm-hmm. Um, he is 73 years old, Kiatamundi. Oh, boy. He's so close to and retirement. He, he is survived <laughs> by five wives and seven children. Seven. Which, Wait a the minute. Wikipedia, what the Wikipedia also says, but he was not attached to them. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were not. It wasn't like so, a kangaroo thing. So this takes place on many, many worlds. Like, that's a thing Magito. that's happening, right? Yes, that was a question I had as I was watching them because I, yes. I, uh, I, I couldn't quite place it. I was like, "Well, I know that that's Kashyyyk, but this isn't." And I know we well, can tell they're all different biomes, two. so they they're all clearly on different planets. Right. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not assigning uh, sense to this. <laughs> this, these are these worlds don't make sense, so I don't, I don't, I'm not taking any for anything for granted. Fair <laughs> enough. When you said we we wanted to honor the the his passing for a moment, I pictured a a short montage of of <laughs> slow motion happy Kiati Mundi moments. Oh, somebody please do that! Somebody please in uh, memoriam. Yeah, do, do a do a roll call of the damned, showing all the Jedi looking all happy, and then you know, <laughs> with their names. Kit Fist. You can even do that thing where you mix in some still pictures with occasionally a, a video footage of them going, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? You know, something like that. <laughs> and then everybody's like, Ooh. Yeah, everyone gives, give everyone a chance to applaud. Plo Koon not pictured. <laughs> Photo not available. Yeah. Believe me, he's smiling. <laughs> um, it would be funny, Alex, you just joked that you know, like obviously that there's there's different biomes, so these have to be all different planets. Well, that wasn't even a, was joke. a joke. That's just yeah. <laughs> but it would be really funny just to see like how cut all these different things and then just have them all walk out and it's like, you know, Epcot or something. You know, it's just like one <laughs> it's like one spot where they're all just like, Well, it's good thing that was easy, you know, like, these guys are all here. Yeah. I want to go to Giant Flower World next time. <laughs> uh well yeah, speaking of Giant Flower World we have uh, Ayla Sakura, mm-hmm. um, who is, uh, I, what's the other, like, I feel like there's a couple of these Jedi that I get confused with each other, but Ayla Sakura, I think, she's pretty much the only blue Twi'lek around, right? Yes. The attractive <laughs> Jedi with the pants. Right, the one that, they they wrote a special rule for her to be like, you know what, you don't have to wear a robe. She's like, really? No, no, wear, I can wear those sexy low low slung pants. Do that. 
Well, in her culture, those are considered signs of respect. And, oh, that, uh, and she's a nun there. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's considered very modest for a Twi'lek. Hmm. So. <laughs> That's all the thigh you're going to show? <laughs> Although when we see Bib Fortuna wears like like robes over like a like a, a leotard basically, right? He's wearing like like it comes all the way down to his fingers and stuff on a, on yeah. Tatooine, like on a desert planet. Yeah. He's wearing like two layers of robe and a full body covering. So <laughs> I wish he kept going and covered up that face of his. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe uh, Ayla Secura's thing is like the kind of uh, boob window theory of Power Girl. Sorry, you know what I mean? Like like oh. like a distraction where like right. her amazing navel would just <laughs> yeah, exactly. distract everyone. Boy, do you work out? What are you? Ah, you know, like that kind of. Thing. <laughs> There's not an ounce of fat. Oh, <laughs> um, she I never saw it coming. I don't like. Uh, I I guess I don't care for Ayla Sakura very much because we don't really see her do anything except get killed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she might just be in a background, and it just seems like such a like a pandering kind of like thing. You know what I mean? It, yeah. No, it does feel like. Because of the aforementioned, like, oh, it's just, a, it's a pretty girl and, you know, like club gear, basically, but she's blue. Right. Yeah. It's and, a little bit she like. She never saw it coming. Urian slave girl as a Jedi. Yep. yep. And you know what? You know, I was watching uh, Bad Max Fury Road. Okay. Yep. And uh, that movie is so excellent. Uh, the more I watch it, the more How I like it. How excellent and- is it? Well, like, for instance, aside from the main characters, they do a good job of establishing probably, like, 15 minor characters whose kind of, like, story you see, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, if Ayla, if, Ayla, if they had given the Jedi Council any personalities other than, let's just sit here and nod silently while, you know, Anakin says ship, cup, ship, speeder for a while. Like, it's such a waste that they could have, all these deaths could have been even more meaningful if they were characters that, and I'm sure someone's gonna say, "Well, in Clone Wars, you find out that that, that uh, you know, right. Ayla Secura is the queen of." You know. After the fact, though, that's right? Not, yeah, exactly. So it has to anyway, be in that's the text. that's why that's what I resent about the uh, about Ayla Secura and the movie in general that they wasted the opportunity well, of giving these guys any semblance of personalities. And Go that's kind of what I was getting at with you know, like if they'd fought back or something, you'd at least feel something more because they would sh- they would have uh you know they'd be coming from somewhere which is i don't want to be killed you know and i have i'm a warrior i have this fight in me yeah. everyone here is just like what oh <laughs> and that's it like and they're supposed yeah. to be you know a little precognitive they're supposed to be very very fast or you know and then some of them are, are aliens who they could have all sorts of you know, powers we don't know about, but they're just getting taken down by a bunch of dumb soldiers. Well, yeah. you like this little, you like this little detail. Uh, according to the Wikipedia, uh, Ayla Secura uh, is momentarily distracted by a, a bird on Felucia, <laughs> and that's why she's caught off guard by the the the, the clone troopers. <laughs> Would you and like to I... guess which gesture I'm making with my hand? <laughs> Are you flipping the bird? <laughs> nope. <laughs> It's a there's a stroking mode anyway. <clears throat> I, I like the uh, the reference to you know all quiet on the Western Front or something where a, a soldier is momentarily distracted by a symbol sure. of peace and then gets killed. But right. come on, mm. 
Although you, she is, you do see it happen in the movie, but <laughs> it does not seem like a conclusive thing. And the well, doesn't seem that incredible where you'd be like, whoa, I can see why she'd, you know, totally be awestruck by that. Which does it show now, you the bird? Maybe it's an amazing bird. No, I you mean, do the, see the bird. You oh, see you it do? fly by. Oh. Yeah. The flowers are huge, so the birds are just massive. Right. Yeah. So my next note after this is uh, George Lucas expedience giveth and taketh away. Hmm. Meaning that, you know, all the things that we liked about how quickly he was moving through stuff are great in those places. But here he's just like, all right, we just need to kill them all. Like, yeah. he, does, like he, he doesn't he, he doesn't suffer the details. And, it, you know, and this is one of those instances where, you know, yes, he, it would have been great if he he'd spent a little more time on on personalities and having that happen. But not not even like a lot, just oh, something. Yeah. Right, like in Mad Max, where you know you just kind of see mm-hmm. characters in the back. I don't know. Anyway, I, well, no, I mean it, it's actually horse. what you were saying about Boga is that at least you go, you go. Oh, I think that's kind of like a pet or an animal, and so I know where they're coming from, and I know how to feel about them, mm-hmm. yes. and so that gives you, you know, a reaction at least. How about this? What if what if uh, he became Darth Vader at the end of Episode Two, and then Episode Three was basically like a horror movie where a bunch of Jedi are trapped somewhere and like darth vader is like either the xenomorph alien or like jason or something like that where they're being they, killed off one by one hmm. i mean they already they already did a movie where they killed every single character that you're supposed to like at the end of it so can we handle another one people really liked rogue one i guess yeah <laughs> so i guess you could do it again i think that'd be fun i think there's comics like that yeah that's probably true I really don't think that would be a good idea, but no, but it's a funny, it's a funny idea. Hopefully, yes, <laughs> someone do that. And um, Felucia is the planet that. Yes, so since Ayla Secura, since Ayla Secura dies on Felucia, I am tempted to say, "Bye, Felucia." Um, but you didn't, thank goodness. <laughs> there are. I wanted to talk. I was looking at uh, looking up Felucia. Uh, there are. Uh, they list some of the non-sentient species. Um, Let's hear them. Well, uh, is that bird, that fancy bird on there? <laughs> fancy bird. <laughs> fancy fancy bird. Fancy bird. Fancy bird. fancy bird. Um, the three species that they list uh, are um, uh, gelagrubs. Gelagrubs? Gelagrubs, which look kind of like, like big blue worms like grubs but they're big enough to ride cool like grubs that you can ride mm. my problem is though with grubs has always been that they're not big enough <laughs> yeah um they're also apparently known as uh felucian ground beetles hmm. wrong show uh and it was uh, <laughs> let's see oh they're called so they're Gela grub or jella grub because they look they're they're kind of translucent gummy ish looking grubs. It's like jelly grubs. Um, and then uh, jungle rancors. Whoa, jungle rancors. <laughs> uh, it's a subspecies of of uh, rancor that um is bigger and they had clearly defined shells and proportions resembling that of a turtle. So kind of cross a rancor with a turtle. 
um, and then that's what uh, that's what lives there. <laughs> I'm sad we didn't run All into right. one of those. It looks like a weird so, it, like a weird like a like a sea rancor almost, but it lives in the jungle for some reason. Uh, and that sounds cool. Timus, Timus, Sill, <laughs> Timusil. Uh, team must were a domesticated, uh, kind of like beast of burden kind of a thing. Uh, they were native to the planet Onderon, but, uh, they were exported all over the, kind of like horses where they ended up everywhere, um, as battle mounts. Um, and so Timus. Timus, so. sassy Timus. <laughs> sassy Timus. <laughs> um... Yeah, those are those are three creatures that they list as living on Felucia, in that weird. I'd like to live. I'd like to visit Felucia. It seems like a cool place to visit. I don't know. It seems like it'd be muggy, and buggy. That's true. I'll Honestly, visit. it sounds too much like Felucia for me. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to go there. <laughs> the rideable grubs didn't help. No. <laughs> yeah. So I was out on the veranda, and we need to leave right now. <laughs> Have you seen the size of the grubs they have here? Why does it have a saddle on it? We need to go. <laughs> uh, wasn't that in? Uh, was that in? Um, Mar- and, uh, Futurama that people were riding giant worms, like as a Dune parody. Uh, it could be, like on Mars or something. Hmm. Anyway, anything else for minute eighty-two? Um, let's see. Kiari Mundi on my Gito. Hela Sakura on Felucia. Um, no, that's pretty much it. I'm good. All right. All right. Well, uh, hey, you at home. You there or out wherever you are on the road. On the road? I don't know. Hopefully you're not on the road. Uh, okay. Unless you're driving. If you're driving, that's fine. <laughs> um, you, uh, do you like this show? Why not go uh, to iTunes or whatever, whatever your platform of choice is? Uh, and give us a good rating. And hey, tell a friend and get them to subscribe. Assuming that you already subscribe. Because you're here. So hopefully you're subscribed. If not, you subscribe first. Then tell a friend to subscribe. Okay. Say, hey, you know what you would like? Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star and Wars Minute. Then we'll see you back here tomorrow for Star Wars Minute.